Hey everybody, <clears throat> this is Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog Dizzy Dog. It's been a while since I've made a podcast. It seems like I could only pound these out, you know, every other week now. Or maybe that's just due to the time, you know, it's December. It's hard to do shit, too busy trying to get shit done present-wise. Uh, I tried to change the format a couple of episodes, but uh, it doesn't work. So I think I should do an intro and then add stuff later, maybe. So let's just, this is the intro. If you're new to this podcast, I'm going to talk about some news, riff off about that, and maybe some thoughts, some riffing about random thoughts I've written, da- written down in the last, written, written da- <laughs> down in the last uh, couple weeks. And then talk about something nerdy, culminating in a podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, without uh, further ado, let's get into some news. News, 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 new, new, news. The debate is over, everybody. In case you didn't know, there's a debate of epic proportions. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's December 22nd, 2018 of this year, and we've decided that Die Hard is, in fact, a Christmas movie. It's all in the news everywhere. Gives a fuck. You know, like, I don't know why that's a thing. I always considered it a Christmas movie. How I always classified a Christmas movie was, if, it's, if a movie's happening in Christmas, and, like, there's, a like, Christmas things going on, that's a Christmas movie. As opposed to like a movie just based solely on Christmas, I think any movie in Christmas time, like Gremlins, you know, is a Christmas movie. I would consider, you know, I I could see people saying, you know, it's not Christmas because it has nothing to directly to do with Christmas. And I say to you, fuck you. I don't really care, honestly. I've always thought that, and so now they're saying Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. Um, is there any central theme? So Die Hard, if you ever never watched that movie, you should. It's still good. That's when they made movies that were good and lasted the test of time. You've got this guy, uh, was it John McClane? And he uh, he's there. He's a, he's a detective from New York. And he's visiting his estranged wife, estranged wife in... Um, LA. So I guess they like that's back in the day where they don't really layer the story. You just have to pick up the pieces and figure it out. It isn't too hard, but it's not spoon fed to you. He's on a plane flying over. I guess his wife has a job, right? And uh, it's a lot of money. And so you could kind of tell that they broke up because she wanted a better life for her, her and her family, and he just wanted to stay as a cop. Which makes kind of sense, right? I mean, it's it's hard for a dude to, to live with someone who makes more money, you know. It, I don't know. There's some kind of subtext to that, you know. Like, it's kind of a weird thing. You know, maybe it's in our genetics, you know, back in the hunting days as a man hunting, provided for the family. It was never a time in that time where the woman did that for the guy, you know. So, like, it just, I guess in that 
in that sense, it confuses some men uh, subconsciously without them knowing it. And, uh, well, anyways, I guess they broke up. And then he goes, tries to, you know, make it work, I guess. So he goes into this building that she's, she's having a Christmas party at this Nakatomi Tower or whatever. And um, at the same time, this so happens, they're going to rob this uh, place uh, be- during Christmas time. And it just so happens that he- this McLean guy just happens to be there. And spoilers if you haven't seen that. Somehow he just kind of fumbles his way, beating their asses and taking them down. And uh, that's it, man. He just wins, you know, and protects everybody. Hostage situation. It's one of the first kind of episode episodes, things and themes where somebody comes out of the blue, wrong place, wrong time, and then pulls out a victory. You know, and that's a diehard movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Recommend it. Very, very detailed characters. We don't have that anymore nowadays. What's this news article? all right i guess so all right here we go um darren chris will no longer take on in quotations gay roles and it's for an important reason now at first when i read this my first initial thought was the balls on the dude did not take a gay role on would see a homophobic person as it turns out he's a straight dude playing a gay guy and for his reasons of not taking up any more gay roles, is so that gay actors could take up those roles. <sighs> As you can tell, this kind of shit bores me. <laughs> so, a new thing in our era, if you're listening to this years from now, is, it's not new per se, but within this year or two, it's been the thing in which actors and actresses aren't able to play actor and actresses roles anymore unless they're they fit they fit that metric. Like so for instance, if you're gay, you got to be gay to play that role. If you're black, you better be black. White, white, Persian, Persian, you know, you better you better match the role, you know. And that's not a thing that's uh old. That's a new concept. Because when you're acting, you're acting the part. You're, you're pretending to be in a part that's not real, you know. You're pretending. And through this, that's always been known for hundreds and hundreds of years. But fast forward to December 22nd, 2018, people just have it too fucking good nowadays. They have to come up for, pro- they have to make up problems nowadays. You got Hey, you can't be a transgender actor unless you're transgender. So you couldn't act in that way. You can't be a Persian dude unless you're Persian. You know, like, I mean, shit, fucking, what, what's next? You know, like, you can't play an alien unless you're an actual alien or an illegal immigrant unless you're an actual legal immigrant. This fucking uh, virtue signaling is crazy. This guy is like, yeah, man, gay actors need help too. Well, shouldn't it be the best actors and actresses should play said role? You know, like, if, if your metric is here's an acting role, the best one will get it. Now, if that guy convinces me he's gay, he's got that role. 
And this guy is like doing this virtual signaling, virtue signaling, where he's saying, I'm more virtuous than you because I'm not going to take any more of these gay act, these gay jobs anymore because I'm straight. And in fact, I wonder if there's something deeper to that other than saying, you know, I'm more virtuous than you. It's more of, um, or maybe someone put this in his head or maybe he doesn't like being gay. You know, he's a straight dude and he doesn't like acting gay. I mean, then why did you act in to begin with? Because you're a fucking actor and you were, you know, pretending. That's what actors do. You pretend to be a role and you did it well. And now you're backing out, you know. It makes me think that you're not confident to act in any other role because you can't, you can't pretend to be gay, you know. What can you pretend to be, you know? You can't pretend to be a girl, can't be Mexican, can't be this, can't be that, can't be a hitman because you're not a real hitman. I mean, this shit all like started with the um, Scarlett Joha- Johansson, Johansson or Johansson. They say Johansson, but I think it's Johansson. But whatever, Scarlett Johansson. She uh, she was gonna play a transgender, and I I I, I talked about this in one of my podcasts. She was gonna play a transgender uh, person, but because she's not transgender, she couldn't get the role, so the movie was scrubbed. And uh, people thought it was a good thing. There was other there were other roles too. Like it's because um, in other movies, okay. So for instance, Ghost in the Shell, she played a robot person who is white, but in the anime, she's Japanese. So they were like, she's they're whitewashing and things like that. You know, nobody gave a shit. Nobody. Only white people gave a shit. White people who have life too easy it's it's racist to say but it's the last game in town you can make you can be racist towards white people in this way i don't know why but you (laughs) can't but it is true though you got these people with these fucking weak lives you know they probably have way too much food they have home to live in and things like that and because they don't have enough stress in their life or actual like they had to work for anything they have to come up with fucking problems that are almost like impossible to fix and if you do fix a problem like that that's like unhinging reality you're telling an actor they can't act in a position because they don't they don't they're not that demographic and that's stupid that's a stupid thing how do i expand on that thought and why it's stupid you're acting you're pretending to be something that's not real you know and they, this guy he did it for many years i i wouldn't have known i didn't even watch this fucking guy i just know about this guy because of this news article and now he's standing up for fucking gay actors because he doesn't want to take any of their jobs it's not their job to take only the best actor you're trying to push an outcome that doesn't exist you you want the best performance not who's the gayest. And if the gayest is a straight dude, so be it. You know? I mean, if, that, if we got to be honest, you know? You can't just be like, out of 100 people, you had 20 gay guys. But the best actor, you statistically, you would have after the 80. So you have 80 guys. And say, out of those 80, you had 10 dudes that act the gayest. And it just so happens they're all straight, you know. Even and the gay guys, they couldn't gay enough, you know. But you could give the job to the gay guy because he's gay. And so he's like, say, second best or tenth best or fifteenth best. 
but not as a good actor as other straight dudes. So that straight guy lost his job because he wasn't actually gay. So he wasn't even up for the running. It's it's a weird thing. It's 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 almost it's not even homophobic. It's a new kind of concept. It's still the same thought process of racism and prejudice. It's just a different form of it. You want the for an acting role, you want the best actor. I mean, doesn't that make sense? I mean, for instance, you want 7-Eleven. You're working at 7-Eleven. You want the best worker. But because you have five people and and four of them are straight and one gay, you need to even it out. So you fire a couple guys and add more gay dudes just to make it even. I mean, that's that's what you're doing. You're just you're just trying to create an outcome rather than try to give the opportunity. Now, if the opportunity was all right. Go ahead, act your ass off. And then whoever won the best acting, that should win. That's the opportunity. And if they're gay, so be it. But if you wanted to be sexist or it would be um shit, I'm losing my terminology gayest, I was gonna say. You wanna be a homophobe or whatever prejudice, you'd be like, no, because you're gay, you're not getting the role. Now it's the reverse. Now because you're straight, you're not getting the role. It's the same thing. 7-Eleven, you got your five people. I can't hire you because you're straight. I need gay people. That's that's prejudice. You're being prejudiced against straight people, I guess. But you're, you're still thinking the same thought process. We need this metric of people in this job. We don't need them to do better. We just need that metric. So we're going to be prejudiced towards these people. You're in, You're stuck in the same thought process. You're not trying to hire the best people. And now the, what is what is the devil's advocate? You're trying to encourage more gays and things like that. If they're good actors, they're going to be in it no matter what. Like fucking um, Tom Cruise. That dude's gay, right? I think. No, I don't know. He's a good actor, though. I don't know. Who's a gay actor? I didn't even know he was gay. Um, Hugh Jackman. That guy has to be gay, right? I mean, well, he's a great actor, though. I love that guy. You know, but he hides that shit. Whatever, man. John Travolta. That guy's gay, right? I mean, shit. I don't know. I just think maybe the best actor win in an acting job or the best 7-Eleven worker. or the You want the best. You don't want, you want to encourage the best without holding back anybody. You don't want to hold back them being gay. You don't want to hold back them being straight. It's the th- same thought process. You haven't even evolved. You, you just became stupid. And that's that's the world we live in. We live in a world where we don't learn anything. We just repeat the same mistakes. But it, on the other side, before we, we didn't like black people. Now we don't like white people. You know, like it, the goal wasn't to be like, I don't like this. I don't like that. It's I like all people. How about that? You know? <laughs> That's what you should have did. I mean, same thing. You want you want you want your gay actors, you want your straight actors, whoever the best actor is. And this son of a bitch is like trying to push a fucking narrative that doesn't exist. You know, like I don't think people are like, you know what? This guy isn't gay enough, so I'm not gonna hire him. No, they're they're hiring gay people. Like, and if you fucking can act, you're obviously this guy is straight. So I mean not obviously. I mean the guy is straight, but obviously his acting is so superior to other gay actors that he got the role. I mean, holy shit, that's pretty good. You know, he beat out probably other gay people. It's fucking shit. That he should be a 
applauded, if anything, you know, he outgayed a gay person. I mean, that, but no, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about how he's not gonna be in those roles anymore. I fucking hope you never get work again and you have to be in those gay roles, you know, because what you did was push a narrative that doesn't exist and that's, it's terrible. You're making it in a way where people are raised prejudice against gay people although that is a that is a select amount of people and that does exist that shit's just not going away but you want to create an opportunity for everybody not close off an opportunity for some people only gay people can get this role and then what does that then mean only straight people can get straight roles is that or only goes one direction that's pretty fucked up too you know in either respect both both are prejudice so i mean yeah whatever man let me move to the next subject hellboy that's coming out <laughs> when, when is it releasing they, so they remade hellboy it's coming out in april i think it's a pretty good trailer um looks more funny it's the guy from uh, stranger things the sheriff he's gonna be the main actor uh, Harbor, something Harbor. What's the name? <sighs> David Harbor. That guy's cool though. I mean, he's a good actor. I really liked him in Stranger Things, but he's in other roles too that are pretty good. Um, I think he could rock it. You know, like I was, I loved Hellboy. The the if you ever watch Hellboy the movie, it's about this uh, little devil boy with a like a stone hand, you know. And uh, he would punch shit. That's that's what he would do. <laughs> and fight bad guys. Ba bad guys were monsters and shit. And I guess there's like a hidden world or whatever. It was pretty cool. Um, it was different. It was before they started making movies, generic superhero movies, where, you know, the main character finds some kind of new power, gains strength from it, and then fights a enemy who's kind of like him. And... <sighs> falls apart towards the end and then comes back with greater strength through the power of love or what have you and then learns a new lesson about life whatever hellboy was great there was no learning there was just shit happening and it was awesome uh i, f I feel like i want to watch it again i think i will now break that movie down so Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin are starting their own Patreon kind of thing. So a new thing now with censorship, and that's a weird thing. They're censoring people who have ideologies different from the norm, maybe? I don't know. But they're using these, uh, well, uh, I don't know how to, what, what do I say? How do I say? Criteria? hidden criteria they'll say you can't do bad things they don't specify and then they get rid of you and then when they do specify it's out of the context of why they are kicking you out so patreon is a thing in which you do a, a service like uh you make a podcast you make a youtube and then your fans subscribe to you so they pay the patreon the patreon then pays you <clears throat> And that's that's the gist of it. So Patreon's starting to ban people for fucking weird ass reasons. They have that power too because they're a private company. All private companies have that power. They could just 
decide to be racist. They could decide to be sexist. They could decide whatever the fuck they want and say it's because of this reason and then call it a day. Like this one guy, he says he's on a podcast. So he gets a Patreon for his podcast, whatever the fuck. Call it blah, 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 right? That's how the Patreon pays him for, for that particular podcast. This guy goes on another show and says that white people say the N-word. He says the actual word. But in the context of what he was saying, he wasn't calling somebody that. He was saying people say this. And he said the actual word. He said ninja, but not ninja. More like, you know, rhymes with bigger. (laughs) He says that, right? And they – so someone complains because they probably hate him already and um, says, hey, this is what he did. Patreon wasted no time in banning him. They don't need that bullshit. They ban him on something he did. It's as if you went to the store and you cursed out somebody and now I've – you you like you said shit or fuck, you know you stubbed your toe, whatever. It's not even the context of actually saying it to somebody. Say you didn't even say fuck you. You just stubbed your toe and said fuck, you know. But because you said that word, and it's bad, I fire you. I get you fired from your job. You're like, well, how does that even happen? Exactly. How the fuck does that even happen? Homeboy's on another podcast. He says a fucking bad word. That's what this is. He said a bad fucking word. Somebody complained about it, and then they take his money away from something else, his actual job. And that's the reality that we live in. So we got these heroes out there, you know, people who actually make money off of the Patreon, things like that. Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, and then uh, I think uh, Sam Harrison, Harrison, all these fucking guys, they're all just fucking getting rid of the Patreon and starting their own thing, which is smart. Patreon has its its uh, <clears throat> bread and butter of these people. They they provide a service of paying them from their fans and things like that, right? Now, they don't have that service. That fucking strikes a blow to their asses. I mean, like, what you should do is promote freedom of speech. As long as you're not fucking calling people that word and saying, hey, you need to die or some shit like that. As long as you're not pushing an agenda where they need to die or some some da- immediate danger, then you shouldn't fucking ban them, you know? That's the freedom of speech, you know? And that's, that is fucking, in our time, is under persecution. They, I, I swear, sometimes I think that they wish they never had made that law, but it's built into our laws that we have freedom of speech. As long as we're not fucking calling out death or anything like that, like, hey, look out, it's fire, then everyone fucking panics and dies, you know, in a movie theater, you know, as long as you're just saying shit like, I fucking hate this person, or this group of people suck, you know, you could say that, go for it, you know, you have the freedom to do that, and these companies, they've kind of made money off these intellectual properties, you know, but now they're like, fuck it, they feel the backlash of the people bitching and moaning, you know, that 350 million people, most of them have it pretty good. They ain't got the. I say analyze the person complaining. Usually they have a cushy life. You don't see no fucking guy working at 7-Eleven bitching and moaning about the world in the way of, yeah, that fucking Jordan Peterson said some shit about white people or black people or Muslim people. What the fuck? They don't give a fuck. Most of these people fucking come from, like, they live with their moms and dads and they have money and they fucking have cushy little lives. They don't even know. 
They've never suffered a day in their life. The only suffering they had was playing Fortnite and losing. And, oh, I lost at Fortnite, or I didn't get vegetables today, or some bitchy thing that they have. I mean, that's a real thing, man. Just, like, people who complain about shit like, this guy said a bad word, that guy is a piece of shit. You know, like, he didn't say a bad word either towards a person. Like, like you see in most rap videos. And what, what the fuck, man? These people could say, what do you mean these people? In rap, you could say whatever the fuck you want to another person. And that shit's alright. But, if you use it in the context of explaining something, then no, that's not alright. And you're white, so fuck you. That's what that is. I mean, it's racist and then some, but fuck it, you know, whatever. And if you're a piece of shit that's bitching about a person saying a naughty word in the context of explaining something, fuck you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Shit like that pisses me off because what you're doing is you're affecting real people who actually can affect change. If you have better ideas and if you have better words and you want to start that crusade and die on that fucking hill, create your own goddamn podcast or create your own fucking YouTube video or create your own fucking whatever the fuck and, and counter them. But don't fucking try to get rid of them. Anytime you're trying to silence a voice, you're a piece of shit because... You are no better than Nazis and shit like that. In every oppressive culture, there's always a group of people that try to oppress voices. And that is the wrong thing to do. You want to have better ideas. You want ideas that beat your ideas. You say the earth is fucking flat? Fucking prove it. Okay, you didn't prove it. Fuck it. Throw. <laughs> Keep pushing forward that we live on a giant turtle. Keep pushing that to the end of the earth. And... If enough people believe you, then so be it. But obviously, you know, it, it it's not it's not happening. And motherfucking guy says one fucking word in context. Of, and same thing with the, the Papa John's guy. Motherfucker says we can't be like Colonel Sanders. He used to say the N-word all the time, but he didn't use the word N-word. He said ninja. I'm just saying. He says that shit and people flip the fuck out. How dare he say that? You know, and it was in a private conversation, you know. And he wasn't even saying it like Hulk Hogan style. Like, Hulk Hogan was like, I don't want you to be with them, you know. He said some shit, right? And I love Hulk Hogan. I, don't get it twisted. I love that guy. But he said it fucking inflammatory and shit like that. But if he was explaining the word, the word ninja means this, and you say, oh, he said the fucking N-word, fuck him, you're a piece of shit. For people who gun don't understand context, fuck you. I, I, man. Fuck you. You're fucking it up. You're fu That's why we can't have nice things. Because of people like you. You have a line. Everyone's going to get food. You're that guy who cuts. You cut in front of the line. And everyone's all fucking pissed off. And no one's like in order. These guys are saying some shit. All you had to do was create your own thing. You could said shit. But no, you went and fucking complained. And Patreon backed the fuck down like the bitches that they are. It sucks that they did that. I have a lot of wrath going on. I just now noticed. But you know what? It's good. It's a podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. Well, Jordan Peterson, you're a fucking hero. Fucking getting rid of that. I mean, like, what what, what, what do I mean by that? The Patreon gives him money and he's quitting it? Shit. Can you quit your job for some shit that you feel that's wrong? Is that they didn't even ban his ass. 
something happened to somebody else, and he took it upon himself to say, fuck you guys. I, shit, dude, believe it or not, do you think you listening right now could do that? You're at your job, somebody gets fucked over, not you, but somebody else, and you quit. You quit your fucking job and go somewhere else to work. Can you say that you could do that? Uh, that's pretty heroic. I know for a fact, where I work, somebody get fucked over, I'm not gonna fucking quit my job and go somewhere else. I'm not that person. And not many people are. It takes a strong individual to do that, you know? Risking it all like that. Yeah, they have jobs already and things like that, so they're not risking too much. But, I mean, can you walk away from millions of dollars? I mean... <laughs> I don't care how much money you are. Say you make a thousand bucks. Can you walk away from 500 of it? Can you walk away from 300? You know? I mean, that's a lot of money. Uh, don't get it twisted. That's a lot of fucking money that they're saying, you know what? Fuck you guys. That's intense. I don't have the balls to do that. I'm a bitch myself. Literally, if <laughs> if you said some shit and I'm like, fuck, that's fucked up, bro. But I'm not going to quit my job, though, you know. Because <laughs> I'm a lower level bottom feeder, as it says in my profile. I'm at the bottom rung. All right. But yeah, these guys are fucking it up for everybody. You want people like Jordan Peterson talking. All right, here's some shit. Michael Rappaport is getting torn apart for a sexist tweet about Adriana Grande, and rightfully so. This is what I gotta say. Fuck you guys. Fuck all of you. This is ridiculous. So this chick dances around, fucking flaunting herself and whatever, acting all sexy and everything. So be it. Whatever. That's your deal. That's what you do. So Michael Rappaport, you know, exerting his freedom of speech, says some shit like, says... What did he say? What was his exact tweet? I had it here. Tweet. Andrew, Adriana Grande is 27 and acts 12. Okay, never mind. Not sexy. I don't fuck. I, you take off those boots. She hides her legs. Uh, the cat eye makeup and a genie ponytail. And I think there's hotter w women working the counter at Starbucks. No disrespect to Starbucks. Huh. So... He says, so he's saying, I don't know what the fuck he's trying to say, honestly. He's saying that there's better looking girls out there than her. So what, dude? Like, who gives a fuck? Michael Rapport is just a, a guy in movies and he says funny shit and he just talks shit. He says that shit and people fucking fillet him. Then they turned it into a thing where they said it was sexist because he said that there's better looking girls at Starbucks than her. So what? That could be true. That could be even false. So you're telling she's better looking than all star. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Starbucks should uh, cash in on this. Have a who's better looking than Adriana Grande uh, contest. And her last name's Grande. You could fucking work that into a fucking Grande latte or some shit like that. <laughs> Starbucks, man. Hook me up with some money. That's a great idea. <laughs> Adriana Grande contest. Who could be better looking? I mean, I'm pretty confident Starbucks is a pretty big company and worldwide. There's probably a hotter chick than than uh, Adriana Grande. I mean, shit, you could make a contest out of it. What makes it sexist? So he says that there's better looking girls. I guess. I guess that's sexist. But would it... <sighs> 
People are constantly comparing dudes to things like Trump's an idiot and he's fat and he's this and that and whatever other guy that's out there that you don't like and you're a feminist or a beta jelly, a piece of shit male who thinks, yeah, girls, fuck those men. Can I, can I have some sex? You know, that fucking guy. Call him a Chad or a Todd or a John or something like that, you know? Those fucking guys who act like they're, like, on the side of righteousness, you know? Me and the women, we hate men. <laughs> women, I get. I, I get if you fucking want to call guys sexist. That makes sense. I don't blame you. I'm with you. I'm pretty sexist myself. I mean, I, 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 mean, I see a guy getting beat up by a girl. I'm not too fucking you know, pissed about it too much. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up, yo. You shouldn't do that. I don't get too enraged. But you see a guy hit a girl, it's time to fucking beat that dude up, you know? You know, you got your you got your 16-year-old kid, boy, getting on with 27-year-old hot chick. Yeah, you're not too mad about it, really, you know? I mean, it's not good for the kid. I mean, once you climb the mountain, all you got is down, you know? But if uh, your 16-year-old girl gets with the 27-year-old dude, that guy needs to die, you know, <laughs> like, period. So that that's a real stereotype that exists in our world and in this era. You got, yeah, you got your men on one standard, you got your women on other. So this guy fucking says some shit where there's hotter chicks. Why? I have no idea why he pulls that shit out. Is it sexist? Eh. I wouldn't say too much. It's just a guy talking shit, and that's what he does. But we're flipping the fuck out and saying, fuck this guy, blah, blah, blah. Dude, this guy, that's what he does. He talks shit. And then, I mean, yeah, it's not like she talks shit, though. That's what makes it fucked up. She was just being her. But then again, he's just saying that there's hotter chicks than her. It says that she acts 12. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know where you're going with that. You know, I guess with the ponytail. I don't I don't fucking know man i'm not trying to defend the guy i'm just saying this is where our country is at right now i'm just observing it this guy says some shit that makes absolutely no sense they fillet him you know what he deserves it he deserves to get a little shit talking to, to her. of course of course he's gonna get that she should talk some shit too but like what the fuck you know like she was just chilling she wasn't doing her thing she was just doing her thing she ain't doing anything wrong and you came after her, said there's chicks that are better looking. That could be true, but you don't have to say it. Like, you don't, why, why would you gun for her? You know, maybe they asked him and then they pushed him in that direction. Because, I mean, she's pretty out there. Like, I mean, like, this entire year of all the conversations that I've ever had, I've never talked about this lady once. In any of my podcasts, any of my parts of my life, she's not a thought in my head. And he went, like, to just, gun for you know even in the news i don't give a fuck he went and gunned for her. I, I i don't know maybe he's got a thing for her. maybe it's like a, oh man i want you i don't blame him you know, i mean she's pretty you know so maybe that's a little bit of angst maybe you should come out and say that maybe maybe you know sometimes you want something so you hate on it you know just go back in the day when you were kids you know you kind of was mean to that one girl but you really liked her i mean us boys that's what we do or mean to the things we like, you know, and then we grow up and then we're like, hey, that shit ain't working. <laughs> In a lot of movies, too, it's like uh, you, you see uh, classic uh, 
thing where the guy kind of fucking gives the woman shit, you know, but he really likes her. And I don't know about women. Maybe they do the same thing. Like they get angry. I think it's kind of cute. Look at Han Solo. Like he's starting to talk shit to that girl. Like from fucking moment one. Like you watch Star Wars. He's all like talking shit to her and, and then she's talking shit to him and then he goes i either don't like her or, I, or he said something like i don't i either hate her or i really like her you know and then like in the second movie they get together you know i mean that's cute as fuck <laughs> that's classic shit indiana jones same fucking thing man he gets with girls fucking shits on them they shit on him and they get together i mean maybe maybe that's a thing she shouldn't respond to that guy then, but because that's she, that guy's kind of beneath her. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he like says that shit, and I, I think somebody asked him a question, and then it led him into that, <sighs> and that's why he said that shit. Like he just offhand wasn't thinking. Yeah, so maybe people shouldn't give him shit. You just asked him about one person, and then he gave his opinion. That's probably what happened. I can't believe I riffed about that. All right, let me let me get off the subject. <laughs> Fuck, wasting time. Um, Hero Academy's coming out, season two, four. Who's that guy? Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, season four is coming out. <sighs> Hero Academy. If you haven't seen Hero Academy, shit, stop fucking breathing. Go watch that fucking show. It's great. Um, it's. Nothing new. It's the culmination of all shonen anime ever created with shonen anime. Anime has categories. You got your, you got your slice of life anime, which is just school life. Nothing exotic. Nothing really happening. Just how school life is and the story within that. Another anime they got is uh, ugh, I think I'm farting over here. Uh, what a what a, what other kind of anime they got? They got the romance anime. They got the ninja anime. They got a, my favorite isake anime. That's like other world where a person from our world goes to another world and they have to do shit. And then you got shonen anime, which is uh, basically the protagonist is a dude and he's trying to fucking be something powerful and. Uh, works hard to get it, you know, that's, that's what this show is generic, you know, you got your main character, you got a world where everyone's got powers except for him, and he's trying to be the best hero ever, and he somehow gets this power, but he has to learn how to use it, and, you know, through, through the fucking show, he becomes a stronger person, it's, that's the generic fucking thing. Naruto's the same fucking thing. I want to be the best ninja, and he, he ain't got no good powers. He sucks. And then he has to work his way, and then in the end, he's the best. You know, and then that's pretty much all these things. Like, Bleach is like that. Dragon Ball's not like that. It's just, uh, he's always powerful, and then he gets stronger, and that's about it. Hero Academy is a culmination of all the anime that's ever existed, and condenses it into a, a thing in which it's a simple story, but it just plays on all those storytelling elements well. You got the main character, he's trying to be badass, he's got his rival, you know, who's already a badass, and they have to fight, and his rival's all jealous with him, and then there's other people inspired by him, and then you got your main character, you got your main wisdom guy, he's like, oh yeah, you know, you, you try hard enough, you'd be like me. You got your main villain, you know, and the main villain's working with other people, you don't know he's the main villain, you know, intricate plot there. 
and then everyone improves with their powers. It's a pretty good show. Season four is coming out. What? Oh, man. Jesus Christ. A year? October 2019. Looking forward to it. Why the fuck would you tell me that? That's sad. All right. It's December 22nd, 2018. Like I've said before, and they're thinking of shutting down the government again. feel like we do this every year nowadays. Yeah, they're going to shut the government down. This is bad. Social Security due to spending. They have to figure out the budget. This always happens when they have to figure out the budget. You know, mommy and daddy can't figure out the budget, so they stop feeding their kids. <laughs> There's so many people in this world. The thing is... Yeah, 800,000 federal employees. So when the government shuts down, anyone who works for the government don't get paid. That's not that many. In a, in a, in a, a country where there's 350 million people, 800,000 people won't get paid. That's fucked up. That's because they can't figure out the spending. You got the Republicans who say we need to, we need to cut spending like government things and like Medicare and – you know, fire department, nah, not fire department, but like Medicare, things like that. Any kind of money that's coming out of us to, to help people who are needy. And then the Democrats blame the Republicans for cutting the taxes of the rich people, you know, which is the thing. I think they're both kind of right and they need to come together. What needs to happen is we need a true leader who is not the president who can get people voted out of the system. Like, just change the system completely and get rid of every Democrat, every Republican. Just get them unvoted so they're out of the system. They're part of the problem. Anytime you're fucking fighting um, another party and create a deadlock where no one's getting paid, you're part of the problem. If it's a thing in which you have to back down, back down so that... And then remember that person and then take them out later, you know. So you don't want to figure out the, the, the budget cuts. They want to cut budget, fucking back down, let them cut the budget. You don't want them to um, tax the rich, fucking don't tax the rich. Do do both. Why don't you, if, if, if it's a thing in which you're like, you got to do it this way and the other guy's like, you got to do it, you got to compromise cuts the tax cuts for the rich you know reduce that by 50 percent you know medicare medical reduce that by 50 percent then come up with your budget but you guys aren't working together you guys are fucking everything up fighting each other and creating the system in which other people have to suffer because of you and this is where i say we need a leader a leader out there that is intelligent and can see the ins and outs of our political system and then take out these fucking people who are creating this gridlock. Because they're not there for the people's interests. If they were, they would either back down, compromise, or take over. They're not doing either. They're just creating a gridlock, you know? Back down. If you can't figure a way to stop the opposing force, yeah, back down. You know, that's, that's just the way it is. You don't create a gridlock to fuck everybody up. In one instance, if you back down, people are getting paid. If you don't back down, people are not getting paid. So what are you accomplishing? Oh, it's for the greater good. What greater good? We were here fucking a year ago. <laughs> so you're not really accomplishing anything. Do you understand that? You know, like, oh, shit, yeah, you know what? Let's vote other people. This shit ain't working. We need someone who could figure this shit out and unvote all these people. 
to somehow ga- galvanize the people. Because the president really, eh, he's just there, you know. It'd be good if that person was the president, but obviously it's not. We need someone galvanizing who can energize the people and start voting people. Just like a person who announces himself or herself as a person of the people and say, hey, look, I'm not telling you to vote for this person. I'm telling you to not vote for these people right here. Give us names. Tell us who not to vote for and we will not vote for them anymore so we can get new blood in. Because obviously the system isn't fucking working. We're constantly creating this gridlock. And it feels like it's not so much as they're the, the individual congressman or senator. It's more of a... Well, my fucking constituents are paying me this money, and if I don't fucking do what they say, I won't have the money to do this job. And they they create this fucking intellectual trap of, well, for the greater good, I better fucking create this gridlock so that I can propose more changes. Because I do do some changes like probably out of a hundred percent he's probably doing five percent of a change you know he's probably feeding a homeless person here doing this doing that but i mean can you imagine that your mom and dad are arguing while you're starving (laughs) at that point either the mom or the dad needs to back down i know that sometimes it sucks backing down but sometimes you need to back down for the greater good and it just sucks to happen and then have that argument later Say, hey, look, you know, it sucks that we did this. We can't figure out the spending. So, you know, I'm going to back down and then later on be like, hey, look, we need to fix this shit next time, you know, or something. They haven't fixed it. They haven't figured it out. Compromise, if anything, you know. (laughs) If you got a mother and dad, you know, fucking paying, you know, for the for your economy, right? You know, the house and everything else donating money shouldn't be an option you know if you can't fucking figure out your home why are you donating money i'm just saying and that's just one thought cucker uh, cucker <laughs> cucker tucker carlson got himself in a bit of a pickle he uh <laughs> he said that uh Immigrants are creating a system of dirtiness and uh, poorness for the American culture. So basically he was saying that by having immigrants in our country, it's going to make us poorer and dirtier. Now the dirtier is the is the crux of everything. Everyone's all shitting on him for that. What are my thoughts on that? Oof. Poor words, dude. I've heard Tucker Carlson, Carlson talk, and he's got some good sense, but this time, that was a bad move. And say freedom of speech, you could say that. Yeah, it is freedom of speech, but saying your country gets dirty because you let immigrants... I, I think I understand the context of what he was talking about. He's not talking about Swedish people coming in. He's saying poor people like from Havana or whatever the fuck that group of people the immigrants that are coming in he's like hey yeah they're fucking making it dirty uh um let's think how are they making it dirty um they are poor they're living on the streets they're coming in but I don't know if you should have said that I was not tactful I don't know It's, it's tough right it's it's a disingenuous argument, right? You can't say anything bad. 
right? Because there's like 5,000 people coming in from another country that are like homeless and shit like that. You can't say that they're, you know, homeless and they're coming in here. They're not going to have a fucking job. You know, they're going to have to find work, right? So we're letting a bunch of people in the country looking for jobs and taking up jobs. And that, I get, that's a thing. That, that happens. Um, as opposed to you trying to get a filter. I don't know, man. I think America's fucked up because America can't figure out what it wants to be. It doesn't want to be a country of freedom. If it was, it would let these people come in here freely. It doesn't want to be a country that protects its borders. Because if it did, it would kick out all these people that are just coming in like this. So because of that, we're in a kind of a gridlock as well. Our country can't figure out what it wants to be. And that is where we should vote. Should be a vote on what we want to be. We want to be the country that lets people in or the country that keeps people out. And that is the actual problem. Not the fact that Car Tucker Carlson's saying, fuck these people. And not that Don Lemon's like, this guy's fucking racist. It's, what do you want your country to be? That, I mean, you want to you go A or you want to go B? You know, you can't just do, hey, uh, A's fucked up. No, B's fucked up. And that's all you're doing is arguing. But you want to decide what your country is first. Then you can then stand by those laws. Because we're obviously not standing by our laws now. So, there you go. That's all I got about Tucker Carlson. Carlson. Fucking sucks be that guy. Some people, they don't want to tuck it in, man. He just came out and said that shit. Alright, here we go. Clash of the Titans. Uh, no, I'll talk about that later. Let me do my riff section. Riff section! Section of riff. Alright, here we go. What is this? fucking pantheon of a note healthcare <clears throat> so I had it in my head the other day about healthcare you know and um, you want it to be universal right you want it to everyone as a country for the best society we should help everybody everyone should be helped problem is innovation all that jazz right you're like what makes America so great is that Everyone's competing with each other, so you're always getting the best product. You know, things are different, though, now, aren't they? You, to, to be the best in this country, we should strive for what is best for the country. You know, not everyone is a 1% kind of person. You know, you don't always have a Mark Zuckerberg around. Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Bill Gates and, you know, Steve Jobs, those fucking guys, Elon Musk, all those fucking guys... They're not everywhere. They're not a dime a dozen. They are the top 1%. They're the ones who rise to the top. Everyone else are the same. That's us. We're underneath that. So should our healthcare be designed for those people, the 1%? Because you're not part of that. You're not 1% of the 350 million. You're not. You're below. Our healthcare should be for that. For the majority, right? Shouldn't we do things for the majority and not for the 1%? Who should, you know, like if if you were doing a vaccination, who are you really vaccinating? Are you vaccinating just the 1% or are you vaccinating the group? And what, what matters most? The major, majority, not the minority. Some people die from these vaccines. That's a thing that happens, you know, but that's not what the point is. The point is to help the group. 
right? We've decided as a group collective to help the group. But for some reason, we got confused about that. And we've stopped doing that. And you're like, oh, socialism. Ah. Firefighters, police people, male. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a thing that happens. Military. We, we have these socialistic ideas because you're going to have to have some kind of a socialism, to, to, if you want to call it that, to create a country that works. You know, you need a military. We need to pool our money to get together to help with the military. We need to pool our money together to help with uh, firefighters. You can't have fires everywhere. You can't have, pol you can't have people killing each other. So you need police and judges and juries and things like that. You need a, a structure. You need traffic. You need, you need things to move this society forward. You know, you need innovation, things like that. Now, shouldn't our um, country help those people, though? Not the 1%, but the other people, the 99%. You got your middle class, you got your lower class. What's better? Having health care that helps just the 1%, you know, like you have the best health care ever, you know, because you're just helping you know, that one percentile, you know, and everyone, it trickles down from there, you know, you're getting, your middle class is getting better care, say, than your lower class, and your lower class is probably getting somewhat, some care, right? But shouldn't you have a healthcare that says, fuck the one percent and help the 99? That's what I think healthcare should do. I think that our society should be built on helping the 99%. If we can fucking agree that vaccinations help 99% of the people and you know it sucks to be that 1% but it's it's for the greater good right then we should do that we've designed our economy and I don't know why or how it happened but we've designed our economy to help only the 1% and everyone else it sucks to be you and they've created this mass game where we're hating on the lower class. The middle class hates the lower class. Lower class hates the middle class, you know, because the, 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 the fucking top class, who gives a fuck? They're too far up, right? So there's too many, there's like 99% of people fighting each other, you know? The whole thing with the minimum wage, you know, you had people who made 20 bucks an hour, they're pissing on the people who make 10 bucks an hour because they're, they, they didn't earn that 10, you know? How dare they? And if they came up to 15, fuck those guys. So while you're $20 arguing with a $10 guy, there's still a guy who's making billions of dollars. <laughs> and you're pissed about the guy who's making 10 bucks or the girl who's making 10 bucks. You know, they, they've, they've created a weird game in which we're fighting each other over nothing. You know, scraps. We're fucking scraps. And we, we forgot what our society is about. Now, Mark Zuckerberg couldn't fend for himself. A person could just fucking beat his ass and uh, bend him down, you know. But what protects him? Society. Society protects him. It's We've created a society to protect him from, from that kind of thing and other people as well. But it shouldn't just be protecting him. It should be protecting everybody. He's 1%. He's top 1%. He can protect himself from with, it, with everything else. We need to start creating our economy to help the other 99%. So our health care should be universal. It should help the majority of people. Now, the arguments are always, if you do that, if you, if the, <laughs> if you help other people like Medicare and everything like that, you, you, you're going you to create a situation where we're not getting the best health care. 
But like I said, if you're helping 99% of the people and they're not getting, you know, the best, the goal is to help them, you know, nonetheless. And that's where we should go. We're, we're, we've, we've built a society to only help few people. And that's 1%. We haven't built a society to help the other 99. And the people fucking arguing this shit are the actual people who are in the 1%. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe we should do that. What do we got here? Middle lower. And what is a middle class, right? Well, I mean, if you got rent, you can buy some shit and go on vacation. You're pretty much middle class. Lower class, you, 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 you ain't got money. You know, you, you're having trouble paying your rent. You're having trouble eating. You can't take a vacation. You got to work a shit ton of hours. That's your lower class. We've created a system in which we haven't defined it. You know, we there's no clear defining of a lower class. There's no caste system. You just have somewhat of an opportunity to, to bounce out of that. But in reality, not really. You've got your lower, middle, and upper. You know, that that is the way it is. That's the way of things. And we've somehow created a situation where anytime you're trying to help the majority of people, it's you use these words like socialism, communism, and things like that. And then people who want to be 1% fucking give in to these kinds of thoughts, and everyone gets fucked in the end. <laughs> and that's why we have the situation we have. A lot of our money should be helping everybody else. You know, we should pull a reason. You want more people in the community to live. So that lower class guy, if he had more help, could have been a Mark Zuckerberg. But we'll never know because he was never really helped. Because we were too busy trying to create a system where the people at the top get most of the care. People in the middle get some of the care. And the lower class, fuck you. <laughs> and that's with the economy too. We made it in a way where the 1% make way more than the middle class. And the middle class make a little bit more than the lower class. We need to reduce that. And you're like, what the fuck? People will just move outside of businesses and this and that and all that. Eh, it's not for me to figure out. But we need a leader. All right. That's it for my rant on uh, healthcare and wealth. We're fucked. That's what that is. Because we're not trying to help the majority. And, the mo and our schools need to help the majority, not just the top people. I don't know. Nah. All right, all right. Let's go into this uh, Clash of the Titans. I watched Clash of the Titans recently with my kid. He's sick. My whole family's sick. And we're watching this movie, Clash of the Titans, 2010 movie. It was a remake of a, another movie called Clash of the Titans. Which is based off the Greek mythology of uh, Jason the Argonauts. I don't know. And, or Perseus, the demigod, son of Zeus, battles minions of the underworld to stop them from conquering heaven and earth. That's actually kind of right. So the story goes, and if you haven't seen this movie, watch it. It's pretty good. Um, you got... You got um, uh, I guess people are having a bad time at life, so they hate the gods, so they start destroying their churches and shit. And this makes the gods weak because they need prayers to make them stronger, I guess. So Hades comes up and says, hey, look, man, I'll fucking beat the shit out of them and uh, and they'll like love you again because they'll be so scared. So Zeus is like, yeah, let's do that. Hades is like, fuck yeah. So he starts fucking everybody up because he's doing that. Everyone's in pain. 
making him stronger. And his goal is to take over. At the same time, uh, one of the best cities on the planet at this time is Argos. Or Ar- Argon? Argos or Argon? Some fucking, fucking city. And uh, it's got 10 days or it's going to be destroyed. This one guy, Percy's, who happens to be with these other guys, go on a quest to find a way to destroy this monster that's going to destroy the city <clears throat> and so on and so forth. They go through an adventure and they end up beating the bad guys in the end. I thought it was a pretty cool movie because it's it's different in the way that it's not a your traditional superhero movie, but it is a superhero movie. You got this normal guy. Well, not normal guy. He's a demi-human, right? He's, a, he's part Zeus. He's part guy. He's part human, right? But he only uses his human skills to, to defeat the bad guy. And he gets together with a couple other guys who go on this mission of death. They're going to go team up Magnificent Seven style. They're going to help him out. And they all die trying. And on the way, they find other people that come together to help them on their quest. And I thought that was pretty cool, man. It was like a, it's a really good movie. Um, they don't make movies like that anymore where like the characters kind of, the, the sub characters kind of shine on their own way. They do their own thing. They go on a quest to die. You know, <laughs> everyone was brave too. A bunch of scorpions started coming out, killing everybody. And they, they're just brave about it. It didn't look like they had a chance to fight, but they, they chose to fight anyways. And that was a thing that's hard to create. You know, you see Iron Man, you see him fighting big monsters and shit like that. It just makes sense that he would. But when these scorpions come out and these guys are just normal people and they fight those giant scorpions, it seemed like, I don't know, the odds were against them, yet they kept pushing forward. And that's probably because a lot of them started dying. I think uh, they should create more movies like that. Create characters that you can just kill. They just need to kill off more characters. And that's what makes these movies so good. So I recommend it. Clash of the Titans, watch it get there. I give it a 7 on the, the, the K-Dogs scale. All right, everybody. Let me, uh, we're going to listen to some car thoughts. Car thoughts. Thoughts in the car and car thoughts. Hey, everybody. Listen some car thoughts. I was wondering, um, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Adam Carolla. Love that guy. Um, and he was talking about a thing that happened just recently. Um, Tyler Perry, a famous actor, I guess, makes these uh, silly movies with the um, something with a like he dresses in like a, like as a grandma. And he gets in these adventures as a drag queen lady. It's weird. Boondocks, say no, Boondock. The Boondocks made fun of it, <laughs> but whatever. So Tyler Perry, famous actor, goes to a Walmart and pays off the layaway fees for um, that Walmart. So basically, everybody who had stuff on layaway, uh, they can take their stuff home. So what, how, what layaway is, is Walmart has this program where if something's over a certain amount of money, I think like 35 bucks or something like that, you're allowed to lay it away like you you give it to them the product so it's yours but you don't get to take it home but what you do is you pay little by little you know however much you want to do you pay that off once you pay it off 
you could take that product home. So let's say it was a PlayStation or whatever, right? And um, yeah, you know, it's like it's kind of like credit card, but not because you're you're only just paying it, and the product it's not like the product's going anywhere. So it's not like it's gonna sell out or anything because you t- you laid it away. I guess you got a certain amount of time. It could be be kind of stupid to put a product up for layaway and then just you know not not actually get it. Well, anyways, so Tyler Perry goes to Walmart and pays the layaway for everybody. So everybody could take that shit home. This is near Christmas, so it's a big deal, right? Charity. Nana Corolla gets on a tirade about not. I mean, of course, it's all in good nature, but there's a little truth to what he's saying. He goes, uh, Tyler Perry, he's a monster. Not because he did that and, you know, um, he, why didn't he pay enough? It's more of a, that there's a lesson to be learned there for those people who were paying those, those, those presents incrementally, you know, and then getting it. See, they were learning how to, I don't know, not put away, put money away, you know, and it's a life lesson, you know, I guess. And he goes on and on and on about how people are, this is making people weaker and uh, things like that, right? Because it's not like, like how did, how did he make it? He, he made it sound like um, you, if you go try to win a trophy, you know, uh, Tyler Perry can just give you that trophy as opposed to you earning it. And there's, there's truth to that as well. But I mean, like, layaway and a trophy are two different things, aren't they? You know, you you earned that prize by putting it by putting it away. Nah, it's a different kind of thing. I think. I think like if you're if you're working at something in a competition and you're working out or whatever the fuck and you win, there's a little bit of luck to that as well. I mean, something could happen that day and you lose. Win. It's that's a different kind of a beast. There's no luck in layaway. Like you just fucking put shit down and uh you will eventually just get that said product you know and um the lessons to be learned right you it's not like um there's a tyler perry for everybody you know well there is isn't there sometimes you get hooked up i my beef is it's not that that you're making people weaker, you know, by hooking those people up. I I strongly agree with Adam and the fact that our society is getting weaker. And um, the occasional rich dude giving money out to these people, you know, getting their stuff, that's different. That's dynamic. It's not like it's going to happen all the time, you know. These people got hooked up. Now, would they have learned a lesson if they, um, if he hadn't done that? No, there's no lessons to be learned here. I mean, they're going to constantly do that. They did what they did, and that's what they do. They they get a product, and they put it on layaway, and that's how they are. That's all they ever do. They, If you're a layaway person or a credit person or a person who wants the stuff but can't afford it right away, so you pay it off incrementally or whatever, you know, that's who you are. Nothing's going to change. Even if you had a lot of money, I think that's... That's just a fundamental. That's, that's who you are. You can't wait to get something. So, yeah, fucking layaway, you know? And credit and layaway are two different things. Credit's like you get the thing now and you just owe them. And layaway is more of a paying increment. A layaway is a better version of credit, I think, because it's like 
you don't get the product. You just pay it off. That's a pretty good lesson to be learned, I guess. But that's just who you are, though, if you're the layaway person. And that's, it's never going to change. It just isn't, man. I mean, maybe, maybe there's somebody out there I'll change. But most people, generally, if you can do layaway, you can be a layaway guy or a girl. That's just the way it is. And so for Tyler Perry to hook those people up in that time is literally them, him hooking them up. And it, you know, sometimes a spade's a spade, a duck is a duck, you know, a hookup is a hookup. That guy hooked you up and that's it. That's, that's it. That's it for you. You got your shit, you know, it could have been a football, could have been a shirt, anything. You got it. You got hooked up. Whether you paid it off or not, that's... You didn't. You didn't. You weren't gonna learn any lessons anytime soon. So I think he's wrong for coming down on Tyler Perry for um, hooking those people up. And and and, Je- and that ergo, I was. Uh, there's something I'm linking here. That's a thought process in some people's head. You know, they they take their mantra and they start getting radical with it. Now, he's right. People do get, we are getting weaker. I agree with that. But you don't take, he's getting to a point, or maybe, maybe not, maybe just one time, but maybe he's getting to a point where he sees it in everything, you know? Like, he once made a comparison that this one lady, she works in uh, gender inequality or some shit like that, right, as a teacher. And so, therefore, that's all she's ever going to see. And he's right. If you if if your job is to point out certain shit, it'll get to a point where that's all you ever do. And that's a Republican kind of mentality. It's not so much as trying to fix shit, it's just pointing shit out that's wrong, you know? Like even the, the debates that they do, they don't really debate. They just point shit out that's wrong, you know? Which is not too bad, but in reality, you know, if you're talking to a perfect being and they got things that are wrong. I, I, I see that. But you're talking to another infallible person who could be very well right, you know. But because they could be right, but they're not perfect. And then you, when you argue with said person and they have inconsistencies, it's then you're wrong. Because I proved you wrong here, you know, therefore I am right. And he, that's what he kind of does. And he doesn't even notice it. And it's a, it's a thought process to be chewed on, you know, like to be thought about. Um, because what happens, what gets us to the places that we are where we're like, you know, fuck this, fuck that, you know, yeah, uh, hashtag me too, fucking homophobia, Islamophobia, all that shit. All those thought processes that go to the extreme are still the same thought processes. And because we can't figure that part out, you just repeat the same loop. You know, you're not racist against black people, but now you're racist about people with different opinions or something like that. Prejudice against people with different opinions, you know, because they don't match your preconception of what they should be. Therefore, no matter what they say, they're wrong. Now, I kind of I went out in the sticks on this, but like, what I mean is like Adam Carolla, he goes, he's he's shitting on Tyler Perry for fucking hooking people up because it makes them weaker. They didn't learn that lesson. Well, I have to say, they weren't gonna le- learn any lessons anytime soon. 
And because you have to see weakness in everything, that's what you're doing. You're just seeing weakness, people doing things, and then creating a weakness. And all because you give it a stance like, ah, man, that fucking guy, he, um, he could have gave money to uh, homeless people or he could have gave money to um, leukemia or something like that. Uh, he's right. But because you point something out <laughs> that you're right doesn't necessarily make you wrong. It, it, I think things like that should be discussed, maybe. Uh, but that is a common thing that people do. They point out things that are wrong and they point out things that they're right about. And therefore, accumulatively, that makes their topic right. But that it's not true. You, I could point things out. Like, for instance, I could say the earth is flat. Point things out that are wrong about you. Point things that are right about me. And that doesn't necessarily make me right. It's just the fact that I pointed out a bunch of shit that's wrong and right with me. That makes me right. That's what he does. He, he, he said that. He was like, yeah, Tyler Perry, he could have did this, this, and this, making him right. And then he goes, and he makes these people weaker. Well, I mean, that that, that could be an argument, but I, I highly doubt it. I think that uh, sometimes, man, people just hook people up. You know, and that, and that should never be shat on, you know. Now, if it was a thing where he was bailing people out of debt, you know, that they accrued, that's something different, I think. I think his argument would have better be attuned to that. So if you owed something and uh, Tyler Perry bails you out, you could make that argument that, you know, you got yourself in that place, you know. But, I I mean, it's different with credit, right? Because you, you wanted your stuff now and not later, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying that's, that's what, what it was. You know, you wanted your shit now, not later, and now you want to owe and then someone gets you out of that hole. There you good. Layaway is different. You just put something. You want something, and you work to that goal, and you get it. And um, Tyler Perry getting you to the end goal to get that one thing, that one time. I don't think is uh, life changing, you know. And I, I think it's different when you're talking about a race. Or I, I remember um, one of his uh, cohorts. They were like, "Well, it's like Tyler Perry gave you this Christmas." Not, um, not me, you know, and I, I, was, I was like, I don't know, man, it's the one time you could literally just say, yeah, Tyler Perry gave me Christmas, and that's like a one-time thing, we're only here for so many years in this world, I mean, the one time that Tyler Perry hooks you up, which is super fucking rare, that's, that's novel, that's awesome, you know, that's something, you know, and then that whole thought process of fucking people should just be strong and not weak. It's good, but, I mean, sometimes you become the hammer. <laughs> is that a pun on his uh, movie? You become the hammer, and all you see is nails, you know? It just depends on what kind of hammer you are. But, ergo, the problem, you're a hammer, and there's nothing but nails. You want to be a person where sometimes something works and sometimes it doesn't. Tyler Perry hooking people up, that works. You know, when you hammer him down for hooking people up. I mean, I'm not mad at Adam. I mean, that's the way it is. But that is something that Republicans do do. And I'm not saying that he's a Republican. I'm not saying that at all. Maybe maybe he does identify. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, like, on that on that whole thought process, there's, there's just a group of people coming to be 
that just kind of just see inconsistencies and then all they do is uh, point how, sh- how shit's wrong, you know. And I, I guess that's okay. I mean, but it, 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 it moves away from originally you were doing something right, but now you're kind of doing something not so right. Not necessarily wrong, but, you know, pointing shit out that's always wrong and not really, you know... I don't know. Seeing what's right with somebody first. How about that? That'd be something to do. I don't know. Well, those are my thoughts on uh, Tyler Perry's uh, thing with the uh, Adam Carolla shitting on Tyler Perry for doing something good. <laughs> All right. All right. That was uh, Car Thoughts, and uh, that's pretty it. much it for the podcast. Uh, as always. Try not to be that person who shits on other people. Look into yourself and see your life. If, you, if you're well fed, you got a place to live, uh, and you're working hard, maybe you got bigger fish to fry than fucking bitching out some guy who's saying some shit out of context. Maybe if you just did a little bit more research before you just shat on people, you'd be a happier person. But then again, you're not even listening to my podcast. Why would you bother listening to an hour of some random guy talk? (laughs) So as always, be the better person than you were yesterday. We strive to be better and look deeper into a conversation as opposed to just hearing words and then coming up with a summation of what they were saying. Uh, I'm your host, K-Dog, and always stay frosty. It's the devil and the devil is free.